Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports Girl at Erina. On this week's show, we celebrate the festive season, we talk to Sean about the latest from the club, discuss the new TV deal for the A-League, and the usual previews and reviews. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, Morrow and a few Christmas party guests. How are you guys? Hello. Hello. Oh, Christ. Hello. I'm loud now. I'm tempted to mute you. We right just went now. through that you're already? too quiet. Now you're too loud. We're, we're five seconds in and we're already over tomorrow. You're muting me already. <laughs> that was so loud. Howdy. Uh, I'm good. I have drinks uh, and we need it after the weekend. Yes, we've got a Christmas tree here and it's got the Holy Trinity. It's who got a. Yeah, you want to explain who John it is? Sutton, Malik Marno, and <laughs> someone else. Liam Reddy. <laughs> um, no, so King Swansea's the highest because he's my favourite, to be honest. Uh, yep. Hutcho's next, and then Monty because Dan printed him really small. And shout out to Dan for coming in and doing that. Yeah, even though um, he's a good egg. Hutcho is our patron saint, St John of Gosford, the patron saint of the podcast. Mm. But uh, he's in there, and the do Holy we, Trinity. Do we call Swansea the the Dutch Messiah of Gosford? Possibly, yes. It, it'd make sense. We should get him on, actually. We've got so we've got a little Christmas tree in the middle. We can't here. see everyone on the table, and we've got um, scarves as tinsel. Aaron's in full kit wanker, and the Christmas tree's right in front of him, so it's good. I can't see him. <laughs> no distractions. I was thinking on the way in, how many winning podcasts have we done since we fired this back up at the start of last season? How many what? Winning. Winning. So how many times have we done a podcast after we've won? Oh, not a lot. How many episodes do you reckon we've done? Like nearly 45 probably episodes. And we've done four? Five? <laughs> I think five, it's five. It was three last season and two this season. Do you know what? Ever since I've started doing the podcast, like originally with Fish, the only year we didn't do a podcast was the year that we won. So the podcast is at fault for us being shit. Yes. So we don't we don't we don't do the podcast and we win a championship. So it's been good. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. Goodbye. This is the final episode in a decade. Thanks. This is it. Walkout song. That bass. That's funky. That's Red Hot Chili Peppers. I know that voice. Who's got it? Are you insinuating we we will win the spoon again because it's a repeat of the story told? No, 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 no. It's the Chili Peppers. It's off the By The Way album. I like the chilies, but I don't know this one. No, I've got no idea. The song is called Throw Away Your Television. Something about money. TV deal. Thank you. You guys take way too long to get that. We never get them. Well, I'm old. We all don't listen to the same music. Is it, This is from this uh, this millennium. Is it? It is. You usually struggle with what anything. Part, what part? What, what, what year, though? Uh, I'd say 2004. Oh, okay. Well, I was still in primary school then. Well, 2003. Anyway. Why would you throw away your television, though, with a new TV deal? What are you laughing at, Fred? Oh. <laughs> right, so... The gallery... Because I rocked out to the Chili Peppers when I was, like, in year four. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the A-League has signed a, a new deal with Fox. Um, Good news. $346 million over six years. So that's $57.6 million a year. Um, so if you break that down to ten teams, but, you know... Soon enough, there's going to be 12. Let's say we're going to do 12 teams. That's 4.8 million per year per club. Coming also out of that is um, the, the A League saying that they're going to set aside three million dollars for a marquee. Um, I can guarantee we're not going to see any of that. It'll be Sydney and Melbourne. Yep. Um, and as you'll hear shortly, we uh, we talked to Sean and he mentions a salary cap of about three million. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? It's good. There's been a lot of whinging about it, though, but I don't see the problem with it at this stage. It's all about how they spend it now. I think there's some delusion around that we should have got almost as much as the NRL or the AFL or cricket, but mm. it was never going to be gonna anywhere near that. No, there's no way. No, There's uh, no way it's going to be anywhere near a billion We've only more. just got more than rugby. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that probably says a lot, but... So, but, so the last on that, private school kids. The last deal, <laughs> the last deal yeah. was forty million, but that included seven million from SBS, and the Fox deal included the uh, World Cup, the mm. last round of the World Cup qualifiers and the Asian Cup and that. Whereas this deal doesn't, so that's a lot more money for the A League. And the free to air hasn't been organised yet either, so there's exactly. more to come on top of that. I too. think, I think it's, I said it's whoever doesn't get the BBL rights is probably going to bid for it. Yeah. I think ten will probably want the BBL rights again. Yeah, and I did. I did see something nine and seven. I did see something that Channel Nine uh, weren't interested. So I think it's, so gonna it's probably going to be Channel Seven. It'll be but Channel this is what which makes, makes sense because Channel Seven have done the the friendlies and the All Stars game and the the United and the tours and all that. But this is what makes it look is a really sort of unclear still, that uh, if we get a really good free-to-air component, at, you know, 15 mil maybe, um, then that sounds pretty good and uh, the total package then, you know, looks good. Um, if we don't get that, then it doesn't look quite so good. And then there's the whole thing about digital rights, which I don't think have been dished out yet. So there's still a little bit of work to be done there. And then on top of that, um, yeah, sure, there's... Uh, there's even been speculation about the ab- ab- abolition of the salary cap. So, so which still is just ridiculous. Well, f- from our which point would be of the view, worst thing be. for us, being the small team. Yeah, it'd be a good thing for the big teams because they can but go well outside. Even the MLS they has want. still got one. But they're already going outside because, with the exception of one or two, us, then just about everybody else has got their ways around it via marquee rules, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, I don't know about that bit, but um, but yeah, there's a lot of water still to come under the bridge, but. You know, so far, I'm sort of mixed. Uh, the deal also includes the Matildas, Socceroos and W League and also FFA Cup matches. Now, not every Socceroos um, game is included. It's missing out in the final round of the qualifying matches. The Asian Cup, the Asian Champions League. I, was, I wish Fox got the, the Champions League. Like, they, they should show Champions League matches that aren't, Involved like the Australian teams aren't involved in. Yep, and like they they, they do have the rights. So yeah, show. yeah, I know. They do show the semis in the. But they they ha- they sh- they show the bloody Indian Superannuation League live. <laughs> hey, we got Lewis Garcia from there. Yeah. Don't you dare speak ill of that. Okay. Oh, will Mr. Mr. Hong, Mr. Hong Kong. <laughs> well, I I think I said last time we spoke about it. It was I don't think they were ever going to get to eighty million. I think around sixty five seventy is uh, more realistic Very and that looks, looks like what they'll get. So. It is good to get a good boost, let's face it. Mm. Anything over 40 million, I was, pr- I was happy with personally. Yeah, but then you've got to look at if the cap stays, if the cap goes up, that means that the floor goes up, um, which is what we'll have to spend. And then and I don't... All the, all the Charlesworth out people on Facebook will have a field day. Yeah, I don't know if that necessarily leaves us in a better position anyway, so... Hopefully what it does do is makes a bit of certainty around players. We know there's many players, up to 150 of them, off contract at the end of this year and hanging off for signing contracts. So hopefully this takes a little bit of pressure off that and we uh, can get some players with certainty around. Who's dropping their phone on the desk? Sorry, I found a link earlier today and I was just about to bring it up when you spoke about um, what players are paid. As regards to um, grassroots levels, they couldn't help but mention Tim Cahill again. Um, well, what about how he, the quote, how yeah, he was like, oh, it's, it's pretty hard to run a club. What would you know, mate? You're, a, you're just a player. It's I'm also pleased to confirm yeah. that this new agreement continues our commitment to promoting the game at grassroots levels, partly through initiatives such as Foxtel's um, all-star Tim Cahill's um, ambitious program. Of course he had to include himself in all that. Shameless plug for his own academy, that's all it is. I've got no idea how a 400-metre runner can even have a say in this. Darren, Cahill. he's got a lot of vision. He's got a lot of vision for that for that academy. Well, speaking about the cap and whether it keeps us um, even or not, when you look at it, Melbourne City spend nine million, Sydney spend six, Melbourne Victory spend five. So, is it really fair anyway? No, no. So, Oil money. so then, what's the point in having the cap if teams can spend that much? It's so a fair question. Yeah, but is the majority of that on individual players? Well, yeah, it is. So it's and that's okay because as long as your squad a, is under a certain amount, yeah. Well, Fornaroli'd be on over a mil, surely. Easy, easily. So he should be. He's better than Darren, Kale. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to deny that. No, go Dazza. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump to the um, Sean interview now, and we'll be back with Fred's question.
Uh, we're joined by our CEO, Sean. How are you, mate? Yes, going very good. Looking forward to Christmas time. Absolutely. Now, are you on holidays at the moment or are you still working? Um, that's a great question and it's the answer somewhere in between. So, um, What are so, you yeah, supposed to be I, doing? I, uh, I'm supposed to be on holidays. So, um, so yeah. But you got a surprise today? Is that correct? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Today, um, today, yeah, there was an announcement at two uh, fifteen that the um, FFA had signed a new broadcast deal with Fox Sports, and uh, and it definitely uh, occupied a lot of the uh, a lot of the time today. Uh, so, did you know this was coming, or is this a surprise? Uh, look, we knew that it was evolving at a rapid rate, um, but as far as today plays out. Uh, no, no, there was uh, the, the CEOs weren't weren't um, uh, weren't told, um, so it wow. did come as a surprise to us. And um, uh, and I suppose, but yeah, since the announcement, uh, the FFA's got us on the phone. They explained to that it was a um, a, a clerical error uh, with a, with an apology from their end. Um, that's uh, um, that's uh, that, that we uh, we found out as as with everyone else. And I suppose the main point on it isn't really about you know, did we know or did we not know. Um, but it's uh, for us. Yeah, we we have a lot of calls. We have a, call, a lot of calls from the media and a lot of calls from from our staff and from players and from agents. All of a sudden, wanting to know, they go to the CEOs, wanting to know what's going on. And if we don't know what's going on, then it's very hard for us to um, to, to to do our job. So um, uh, so that was the challenge today was uh, was having the phone ring many times from many journalists trying to get some information, and and uh, and, and I was asking them questions. They were telling me. Uh, the update. So, but um, uh, yeah, it is what it is, and we move forward uh, from here. So now that you've uh, heard about it uh, along the grapevine, then uh, what do you make of it? And uh, after you've had ten seconds to uh, absorb it, um, uh, what do you think about it? Well, it's um, it's it's not finished. That's the that's the problem. Um, and whilst it's great from from Fox Fox Sports perspective and. Absolutely, you know, really glad that they're, uh, they're 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 continuing their their investment in the game. Uh, they've been with us from the start and uh, and continue to be to be with us for another six years. But it it doesn't actually uh, do anything apart from create more questions. Um, so so how things are split up, uh, what 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 works, uh, yeah, how the free to air component is going to work in, what the uh, cap is going to be, what the grant is going to be, all those questions still remain unanswered. Um, and so so there's a lot more unknowns now. In fact, um, uh, than we had previously. So, uh, so, so it's actually too early to judge. It's um, uh, on, on the sheer numbers itself. It sounds impressive, but uh, uh, but after hearing some of the detail and the way that things will, will, will get broken up and split up, it's um, uh, it's still way too early to have any any uh, uh, logical comment on it. I think there was a uh, a rumor going around that the salary cap might be abolished. Obviously, that's probably not good for us being the smallest club. But what do you what do you make of that rumor? Yeah, look, look, I think that that's the role of the PFA is to do the best things for the players. Um, and so, of course, uh, for them, the, the best thing for the players would be to abolish the salary cap so that the players can earn as much as they possibly can. Uh, and, and I see nothing wrong with uh, with that conversation being very public. Uh, I'm sure you'll find that the uh, that the, the rationale and um, the, the the balancing conversation will come out soon, which says, you know what, if you go and do that, then uh, then clubs are going to go broke. Still, we're not we're not at that uh, we're not at that point as a, as a league. Uh, we're not at that point where where things are, are nice and uh, rock solid and secure that we can go and do that sort of thing. So, um, so so yeah, I understand why that that media was out, but um, but yeah, it's going to take some time until um, until something like that actually takes into fruition. In terms of the communication between uh, all the clubs and everything, wasn't there two chairmen uh, on the board of the broadcast deal that was sort of helping with all the arrangements and that? So does that mean that even they didn't know? Uh, so so Simon Pearce and Scott Bartlett, the chairman for uh, Sydney FC and the chairman for Melbourne City, were, were both uh, were both on it. So they were across surprise, surprise. all the details. <laughs> yeah. They were across all, all, the, all the details and the, and the progress, and they were representing the A-League club, so they'll feel exactly the chairman, um, uh, as it was. Uh, I do know that there was a teleconference late last night, uh, which Mike was on, uh, which didn't involve the FFA. It was from the chairman to give them, to provide them the update. Um, and, then, uh, and then the chairman will call back this morning. I don't believe that Mike was available for that. 
uh, hence probably why I, nothing was was relayed back to to myself either. Um, so so things moved very very quickly in the last twelve hours uh, from that, and that's just the way it played out. There's, there's nothing wrong with, with with any of that. The clubs definitely had involvement in, in the way the deal was uh, being negotiated and and, uh, and progressed. And um, but it's still too early to to really know until until there, there's a free to edit locked away, until there's a digital uh, component locked away, until there's a clear commitment from the FFA as to how much the cap and the grant are going to be. Um, like I said, there's just going to be more questions than, than any answers at the moment. I, I think what's what's important for uh, what's not out there right now, which which should be out there, um, is you know, you, you, you hear the numbers that, that are floating around, and, and it's 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 a it's a gradual scale. So so it's not 57 million next year. Um, you know, it's uh, it starts at a less and, and ends at a greater. So whilst the average across the six years is 57 million, um, yeah, it's it, it doesn't equate to to a flat 57. Uh, which means we start off on a lot lower base next season, and uh, and then the break up of that—that's what's not known. Um, yeah, how much of that is uh, is split? There's a, there's you already know that that uh, that three million is going to the uh, uh, to the marquee fund, so so that'll that'll allow us clubs to go get some good marquees, and um, but yeah, how much is is going to be allocated to clubs and how much is uh, is going to be allocated elsewhere is is still unknown, even though. The component now for the players appears to be clear. Um, so it does, at the current state, um, lean to indicate that the uh, that the salary cap could potentially be just under $3 million. Um, but that's still, it's still too early to really call. So one of the biggest unknowns at this point is the free-to-air part of the deal and uh, what that will be, whether there'll be one, etc. Um, so what are your thoughts on, on what would... Uh, be a, a, a good initial free-to-air agreement, and how important do you think that is, especially for the Mariners? Uh, look, free-to-air has to happen, and, and the deal is structured to to guarantee that free-to-air is happening. So, so there's a there's actually a very small scenario that says that free-to-air won't happen. Which, so I think it's actually quite a, highly unlikely that next season the main Saturday night game is not on free-to-air. Um, I suppose the challenge for us is actually getting that time slot, and we we currently don't have that time slot. So, um, so so for for the Central Coast Mariners to get on free to wear uh, is still going to be um, be something that we're going to have to to fight hard for. Uh, but definitely hope that the improvement of our derby, the next two derbies, become really crucial uh, for, for the new free to wear broadcaster to uh, uh, to see that and, and want to put that as as, uh, as live free to wear content across the country. Um, and um, but yeah, I think that. And when they say free to wear, they're talking about commercial free to wear. So they're actually talking seven, nine, and ten. They're not talking ABC or or, uh, or SBS. So so the way that that part is structured, I think, is great. Uh, we have to be on free to wear, um, and it's also structured in a way that um, that's that's not for the six years. That's uh, that's uh, that's something that that'll that'll have a couple of years first up, and then the opportunity for it to grow further um, in line with with potential expansion. So. So there's a lot of good things that can happen from that, and um, and I think that that'll be a positive. Uh, the the unfortunate part, I suppose, in one aspect is is we've got to wait in line. Um, so once the big bash, um, yeah, components are done for next season, then we'll know. So the the battle between nine and ten, uh, how much they end up um, um, spending on that, and whoever acquires the, the final big bash results for next season. Uh, well, well, then, then we come come into the conversation. But at the moment, I don't think we can have that conversation until uh, until the big bash broadcast rights are done. So I'm not going to name this radio uh, online show because sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. But um, they were tweeting some stuff out today about the TV deal, and one of the ones that they put out was that uh, Mike Charlesworth was looking at pulling out, and uh, the same sentiments uh, were coming from Brisbane Raw and Adelaide as well. Have you? had any communication with Mike um, over the last 12 hours and sort of what are his views at the moment? No, well, to be honest, I don't even know if Mike knows. So um, so I've sent him some messages. Uh, it's still extremely early in the morning over in the UK. So I don't believe that Mike actually knows that the announcement's been made. Um, so um, so I imagine um, I imagine that most of that is, uh, is some assumptions um, and... Um, only time will tell exactly uh, how, how Mike feels about the, um, the the current deal. But like I said, I can only assume he takes the same sort of approach that, that, that I've taken. Where it's well, this is just too early. Um, you know, there's there's you know there's it's it's nice that that, that Fox are in there now and, and have given some some good good foundation to build on. 
Uh, if we get a good digital, we get a good you know, free-to-air broadcast deal on top of it, well, there's still every chance that, there's, that this is a, 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 real, uh, a real win for the league. Uh, if those two components don't come through, then then we're relying on, on the Fox component, and that's um, I'm sure everyone can feel when you do the math and you, and you break it down to a year-by-year um, sort of scenario, it's a little bit underwhelming. So uh, were you happy with the crowd on Sunday? Um, was I happy with the crowd on Sunday? I suppose I always look at crowds in two ways. There's the uh, I like a vocal crowd, um, so so it's hard to to yeah. If I compare it to the Perth uh, game on the Thursday night, I thought that I thought that was a, was a better crowd, even though there was less a number. Um, I was happy in regards to the comparison on the exact game last year. So on the exact same Sunday last year, we had the Women's League match that flowed straight into the A League of the uh, of the Brisbane Raw match. Um, and uh, I think Borello got us one nil on that one, and we we only had a crowd of five thousand, just over five thousand. So, so to have a, have a crowd just over six thousand shows that um, on its own, like for like, we've we've improved. Um, so, um, so I think that that's probably a good um, a, a good statement of where we're at. Everyone can see that you know what we're improved. We've got a long way to go, and we, you know, we have to keep improving. We have to keep getting better. Um, so that's probably my perspective on on the crowd. It's, um, I, I would have been disappointed if we didn't improve on last year. So there's been a little bit of comment since the game, Sean, about the way that the double header worked out uh, to do with the tents that were used for the girls to get dressed in and uh, to do with the half an hour, the shortened uh, warm-up period and that sort of thing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what, what that's about? Yeah, well, I suppose the first part is to understand that we've lost our our, our uh, January 8th Winners League match um, as a result. Um, so we knew coming into that. We actually thought that we were going to lose this one. Um, and I'll be honest, we actually recommended um, that this one, um, uh, that they have a look at some other options in, in playing this game because when the draw was done um, and the commitments were made and they, they asked us, can you host it? We're like, yep, no worries, we're, we're happy to host. We're always happy to support women's football. Um, that was before knowing that the um, that the time from the broadcast was going to reduce it. So the amount of pressure that that put on everybody in regards to logistics for the change rooms, in regards to uh, pre-match you know, preparation for the A-League, um, where, where it was unsustainable. So so we kind of gritted our teeth as much as we could and we worked bloody hard to, to, to do what we could uh, with, with the tools that we had at our disposal. And, um, um, and, and yeah, so, so none of it was ideal. Um, but in saying that, none of it was none of it was 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 a total car crash either. Um, you know, there was uh, um, you know, there was a comment made from FFA staff members that well, you know what, if it was good enough for the Matildas, it'd be good enough for, for the W League, um, and um, and that's where the approval comes through from the FFA. Um, so so you know, footballs sometimes you, you do get a you know you you are a fish out of water in 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 regards to um, to the environment. But um, uh, they put on a great show. I thought it was a great game. I thought uh, thought Canberra were very exciting, um, and uh, and so um, that's the way it sort of played out. The good upside for us is we've been able to engage um, a genuine conversation with council uh, about the stadium moving forward. And for us, if we're genuine about applying for a W League team into the next season, then we have to have another two changes, and the, and the council understand that, appreciate that, and they're working with us to to try to get something to happen so that we're not held back from getting a W League license. I've been meaning to ask you this for the last couple of weeks. Can you give us a brief update uh, on the Centre of Excellence and uh, when the next stage will start, if you know? Yes, yes, I, I absolutely can. So we have got a very, very clear master plan, which is really good. We've presented that through the council and it's had a lot of support. In fact, there's, there's um, uh, we, we haven't shown it to anyone that hasn't actually said, wow, this is really good. The challenge for it, well, sorry, the next step for us, not the challenge, because yeah, it's just a, a part of the process, there's a Maramba Road that comes off Lake Road. Um, and so we, in the current DA, uh, for us to do the next stage of development, we need to upgrade the Ibis Road interchange. Um, but after doing some research and having a look, there's a Maramba Road that comes down that could go all the way down uh, through to uh, through the Wyong Road. Um, but, um, but that road needs to be extended in paper, so the administration to say that there's an actual road that can come through. Uh, and then the actual um, building and construction of that road. So, so that'll take some time. Uh, but yeah, we, we need to get another road and another entry point to come through. And to give a bit of a visual, uh, that road would go uh, directly alongside the uh, the playing field. So in between the, um, the, the the sewer and the playing field, if you put a road all the way through there, 
um, down into to Wyong Road. Um, that, that's where the master plan's looking at the moment, which is um, which is actually pretty exciting. And, um, and yeah, so so we need that um, uh, we need that, that that road approved from council to exist, and then approved for building. Um, and then once there's a road there, we uh, we flick the switch and and uh, hotels, pubs, and gyms are, are ready to go. I bet the scenery down there will be breathtaking. Oh, get uh, yeah, the well, that, fuck that'll, out. That will <laughs> come to it, so yeah. But um, but yeah, there's there's some changes I believe happening over over the sewer that's um, that that's, uh, that definitely <clears> does uh, reduce some of the smell. Um, and um, yeah, yeah. But that's all become part of the. Uh, um, part of the master plan as well as ha- how to make sure that that's managed in the best way possible. Okay, a couple of things that we get asked a lot. Um, what's the latest on Everton and what's the latest on the stadium? Um, so the latest on Everton is we are very excited that in February uh, the FFA will change the rule to allow under-20s to come through as visa players. So, um, so we're ready God. for our next year's rostering. Um, and recruitment, there's an opportunity for us now. Um, that's, uh, that was always the, the core underpinning part for the uh, relationship with Everton. Uh, I know that Mike is still in contact with them and, um, and looking to facilitate that. So, um, so, so that's where, 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 where that relationship is at and um, hopefully that continues to, um, uh, to grow to the point that it can bear some fruit. And the conversation in regards to the stadium, we met with Council. Council have expressed their... Um, keenness to continue to upgrade the facility. Uh, we've expressed to them our keenness to have a 10-year deal, um, and uh, and at the moment those do seem to be aligned. So, so for the short term, we are we're going to be very supportive of the council's direction with the stadium. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week, Sean. Cheers, guys. Um, sorry I couldn't be there. I'm, uh, I'm about to missing out on cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I uh, I believe they're, they're quite tasty. Um, but, they are. Um, Dan's enjoying yeah, them. Guys, so. <laughs> I hope you all have a good Christmas and uh, and everyone listening have a, have a good safe one. Um, thanks again for uh, for all the time this year and uh, looking forward to, um, um, to to speaking to you soon. I'll be down in Melbourne for the um, for the Melbourne Victory match, um, so I'll jump on Facebook Live and um, and try to do as many updates as I can while I'm down there. All right, Merry Christmas and thanks again. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, thanks Sean. Sean. Cheers, guys. Love you. Bye. Cheers, yeah. Bye. I'm gonna love you. Bye. <laughs> 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 hey, there we go. <laughs> Fred, time for your weekly question. Now, I forgot to ask you last week because I didn't have it written down in front of me. We need a double weekly. Yeah. So we need two questions. Okay, well, the first question that I was going to ask last week was stars on our jersey. Should we have them? Do we deserve to have them? Should we bring them back? So I've heard this afternoon that we originally had them. And already being having the tendency of being a laughing stock of this league, should we bring more attention to ourselves? Mm. I think you should only have stars on your jerseys once you get to 10 champion uh once you get to 10 league wins. And that's that's pretty I was, I was going to say 5. I think 5 league wins deserves a star but 10 10 is fair enough as well. But I, know, I think 10 is in how they do it in Italy. So that's I'm happy with that. And I think they do 5 in Europe, don't they? Possibly depending on, the, on depending on the league. Yeah, I think other parts of Europe will but, do five. Yeah, so we used to have the star. Wasn't I think we had a closed in star and we had an open star, and they were different depending on whether we won. Didn't um, we have the two star design for two premierships? After yes, we two won, and weren't we the yeah. first team to do that? And we did it illegally, according to the FFA. It was an an Arnie invention. Um, we what had a to get, we had to get rid of them. Um, my personal feelings: the Jets have one, so I don't want one. Yeah, I, I'm not really fussed. They've I got one. Well, they've got one from eight years ago still on their jersey. They cheated to get it. <laughs> Let's not go. No, into that. Was Let's not talk about that. <laughs> no. I wanted to remind at youth the other day, but anyway, um, no, I don't think we should have them. I don't think anyone, any club should have it until they get to. Oh, I'll play with five, five, uh, yeah, five league wins. Yeah, for a league. Yep. So who would be closest to that? Brisbane three. And victory, victory as well. Victory, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, there's already a, a star 
uh, in place for the ACL, isn't there? And the Wanderers have one of those. And I think an ACL win is sufficient yeah, to have yeah, an ACL that's start. Fair enough. More than happy with an ACL win. Exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a big thing. Thank you. Next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> um, the other one is a more of a serious one, um, which is bringing it back to us, is what do we need to do over the next few weeks to, to get our next win? And should there be any changes to the current lineup formation, excluding all of the January window stuff? So bringing up some additional youth or trying p- players in different positions... Um, well, well, I don't know where Bosco's been. Our next three is victory away, City at home, and Sydney at home. So if we win either of any of those three, we're going pretty well. So I've just started praying. That could help. <laughs> just saying. And then after that is the Wellington away, then City away. To the Holy Trinity. So our next, what, one, two, three, four, five, six games are pretty tough. They are. Um, well, okay, well, I think we played quite well on the weekend before we get to reviews. Yeah. Um, we crumbled as soon as we a couple of defensive goal. lapses yeah. um, by a certain player who will probably grill later. Um, what, does anyone know what's happened to Posco? Because he didn't play youth. He wasn't on the bench either, was he? No. I don't know. Maybe he's still trying to get over the injury. Well, this so point to your... We what, did miss Rue as well. Yeah, what, absolutely. What you said last week, Aaron, if Posco's injured again, what does that say? Yeah, well, I think it's a really important consideration. We, you just can't carry players. We can't carry players. Maybe some of the other clubs can, but we are so thinly spread in our squad that, as we've mentioned before, there's two players who uh, haven't even been sided in and, the uh, squad. And it sucks because he's probably our best centre-back as well. When he's on form, yeah. And, and not only that, I thought in his first year that he made some mistakes early on, but then he really learned from that quite quickly and uh, was faced with some of those same mistakes potentially coming up again and he didn't make them again so so I really like the look of how he could improve but it's been so hard to get a judge around or make any judgment around him because he's been in and he's been out and he's been shake it all about and dude hokey pokey yeah so turn his mic off um again (laughs) in terms of moving people around Powell's not working at number 10 Although I thought he played probably one of his better games on the weekend. Yeah, I was about to say that. He was on the ball a fair bit, which is a a bit different than previous games, but he seemed a little bit deeper. Anyone? No, I thought he stayed a bit higher. He was complimenting Roy a lot more. Which is what Roy needs massively. Because I've seen a few people say that maybe Fabio should play at number 10, but he... We discussed that last week. That's a big no-no. Yeah, it was horrible. I don't think Fabio shouldn't have even been out there. I would have dragged him at half-time, but then he gets the assists, so... Mm. That's why I'm not the coach. So and, uh, Liam Rose got dragged at half-time. Yeah, he did. Everyone, a, a lot of people seem to think that uh, he just had like a little niggle or something, but um, apparently Daniel Garb said uh, on the coverage that apparently Paolo was just blasting Liam Rose for the whole first half, and that's why he got dragged at half-time. And then Adam Berry came on and went, went well. There was a so. suggestion by the commentary that the, the point of Paolo's blast during the game was that he wasn't really doing a good job of marking Tommy Orr, which was apparently his primary um, function, according to the commentary. Who got I thought it was something to do also with, like, he expects like, more out of Liam and he wasn't giving, giving him the... Wasn't giving him enough? Well, maybe. I mean, I, I rate the commentary team not, so they probably had no idea what was going on. But, um, but yeah, that's what they said was Paolo blew up at him after failing to pick up on Tommy Orr, and uh, that, that, that was seemingly... I think Orr had a bit of second half, though. Yeah, he probably did. Um, Just from my limited view. Hmm. I don't think he played... Oh, obviously, I've got a limited view as well, but I didn't really spot all that much. But we nearly jagged this uh, for a draw in the end. And uh, one of the most disappointing things about the um, winning goal uh, that Brisbane scored was that I thought Beza had the opportunity to rugby tackle whomever his man was in the middle of the park earlier in that play. And had he done it, sure, he would have got a yellow card, but we wouldn't have conceded that goal. Anyway, we'll talk more when we get to reviews. Uh, Mel, do you have a question? You mentioned before you've got a question. Come on. Um, I was just wondering why it is that um, they have to play the Game of Thrones theme song at half to Well, when they're walking back onto the field, considering it's not the song anymore. Outstanding question. Good question, <coughs> honey. I don't think any of us have the answer. <laughs> Someone um, likes it. She stuffed up my mic, sorry. Well, they, they spent money recording it, so I guess they want to get the money's worth out of it. 
Hmm. I liked it as a walkout song, but no one else did. So, well, the the I thought that the tune was kind of good, but the lyrics were too hard to sing. Um, so See, I don't even bother learning the lyrics for that. We just need to get around Thunderstruck. <laughs> Shut up. Yellow Submarine. Yellow by Coldplay, please. Oh. <sighs> please. We're not starting that thread again. When are they going to ditch that Elvis song? Um, yeah, <laughs> can we speak about your trolling on Facebook or what? You want to speak about my trolling? Yeah, you Do and wait Josh. Do we get to stupid things? Well, just him. What about me? What about me? He said Josh. So much bait. So much <laughs> well, Okay, we'll wait till we get to stupid things, all right? Okay. So, reviews. First up, Newcastle Jets beat Adelaide 2-1. Yeah, Last minute win. Adelaide, mate, what are you doing with that defence in injury time? That is the most inept defence I've ever seen like in the e- Even we didn't do that bad last season with our defence. That was horrendous. I picked the draw and thought it was okay, even so in that I. last pay, play. And I look at that again and I see that it was three on four. Yes, three attackers versus four defenders and they couldn't defend And them. they blew three chances as well before Nordstrom finally put one away. Exactly. Who blew one just before that that should have been a goal as well? Adelaide could have been up 4-1 at halftime. Nordstrom's the only player in the Jets that can finish. Mm. The rest but of it could have been could have been four all ball. by the end. Yeah, Adelaide <laughs> yeah. hit the post two times in the first half, and they had uh, Enrique's chance to just miss the post, and then Isaias's free kick. So, and then Adelaide's goal obviously was a keeper fuck up. Yeah, watching Adelaide is a lot like watching us, except Adelaide made some chances and except didn't really take them. The defending bloody champions, and they're playing like that. Yeah, they, I must say though the commentary swing in the breeze because the fact is that we when we beat Adelaide and we beat Perth, then all of a sudden people are talking us up and we're in sixth place. We're fantastic. We're going to win the league or something. And uh, then we sort of fell away and they lost consciousness of us. And uh, Newcastle beat the same opposition. And all of a sudden now we're getting talked up. Now they're going to win the league too. So well, they're up in fifth now, aren't they? Yeah, after only a couple of wins. Well, that's that's more of a statement about how crappy Adelaide and Perth have been yeah. than it is about how good Newcastle or even we um, yeah. have been. To be See, fair. I, well, I totally agree with that. Remember, I said that Perth yeah. played like trash. Yeah. That's all we wanted. Yeah. So. I, I don't know what's going on there. We'll get to that. Right. Uh, two all draw. Wellington Phoenix, Western Sydney. Yeah, Wanderers blow, blow a 2-0 lead. Great to see. Don't know how, what that feels like, eh? Never have. <laughs> uh, why do you have to bring Anyone it up got anything for? about this? Why do you have to bring it up? Um, Krishna's header was pretty decent. Good comeback by the Knicks mm. after all the crap they've been through. But um, them getting any sort of points at the moment is bad for us. I think the fallout is Wander is being terrible. They had that one win against us, but the rest of the season they haven't been that good. And they're, what, seventh on the ladder? Point, yeah. point of interest was that Bozza uh, blew up at Popovich for talking them up all the time when they were actually crappy before the game. And then funnily enough, after the game, Popper was admitting that they were pretty ordinary and they threw it away. Popovich has been sounding like a lot like Wormsley and Moss lately. I thought, I, thought it was, I was going to say Mossy. He sounds, he sounds exactly like Moss did. Every, after every big loss, it was just like, oh, there was some. we had some good chances. There was a... Uh, yeah, we probably should have won. Was that no. one time that Austin kicked it out? I thought that was quite good. Anyway. There was this one time where it went about five metres away from the goal. Almost went in. <laughs> I was so excited. We had six passes in a row. That's <laughs> a positive. In and they all went backwards. And they were all Very in good. defensive third. Yes. Right, Melbourne uh, Derby. City losing 1-2 to victory. Best it was a great probably, game. Probably best game of the season. Not Best my derby in a while too. Mm. Yeah, not my favourite thing, the whole thuggery thing. But this was just ah, a, this on. was just edgy. It was really come good. on. Really can, good. Uh, can we can we knight Jason Garrier for finally putting that rat brand Dan on his ass? <laughs> <laughs> How good was that? It was good. Um, yeah, good, very good game. It was, it was, it was good Fox to get a good it? derby for once. It should be. It's a derby. It should be have have a little bit, little of a uh, little niggle in it. Yeah, it's probably the best derby that. There has been in terms of that edginess about it. Probably, um, yeah, easily the best, like you said, in a few years, I reckon. Yeah. Bruce had to take a few chances to actually uh, connect the ball. He had, a, he had a really bad night until he finally oh, put one away. But funnily enough, uh, uh, one of the things I enjoyed, or maybe some won't enjoy it, was Dean Bazana standing over <laughs> Barisha when he uh, f- didn't finish one of those. Yeah, calm as a bitch. Who <laughs> is paying out on the guy who scored 90 goals? I mean, like, you, Does he yeah. have the record now? Or no, no, he's 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 he'll get it this week he's when he scores against yeah. us. He'll, yeah. he'll <laughs> score like five against us and it'll be up to 95. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> but I think Bazanis has the record for being the biggest goose. 
definitely. Well, yeah, no, he's, 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 he's pretending Reddy. that he's better than. Oh, the Liam Reddy, yeah, Liam Reddy's got him covered. But uh, yeah. you know, after running over to Aloisi and all of that crap, and then he's standing over Barisha, you'd think Bazanis was the form goalkeeper of the competition rather than the form or the only the goalkeeper of the last month. Mm. What about Kale running over to running through the victory subs and ble- starting to bleed? Yeah, he copped a boot to the head as he headed it. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's how he got cut. And he actually got a yellow summer. card. Did he? And yeah, he got that's another right. one. Yeah, that ref is off the Christmas list. I think he should have been cited for the shoulder charge on no one more of the substitutes. As he ran up the sideline, he shoulder charges his own substitutes, and I think that was he, he was, should have been cited for. He that. was celebrating by himself because that's because that's it's the Tim Cahill show. <laughs> It's interesting watching him play club football in Australia, though, because nobody seems to like the way that he plays because he's very aggressive and he's very he's very smart about the way he he's goes sort of about like things. soiled his own legacy. Hasn't I was going to say, yeah. what do people think? I don't about think that he word. has. I don't I like think that he's soiled. soiled. He's soiled his own legacy. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. I love it. Well, do you think he's thinking he's damaged his brand? Because I, I think, think every week he, he plays, oh, he's, he's damaging it. Do you see? He's actually being investigated. For using his phone at half time. Yeah. yeah. And so he should be. Mm. Yeah. I mean, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, or is it? I don't know. You know, you know I don't, poultry. I don't yeah. know what that I don't, means. I, know my, I know my ganders from my geese, yeah. and I can tell you that they're not the same. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> they're not even. The ganders are getting more than the geese. It's as simple as that. And <laughs> Tim Kale's at the head of the gander line. Nothing will happen. It's pretty foul, <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm ducking that. Poor, poor, poor Timmy. Poor Timmy can't handle the booing. Poor Timmy. He loves booing. He's come out. But and then said, he said no. he's come out and loves it. But when he he was like he he was definitely lying when he said um, that he didn't like it. Yeah. But he said because he said it was the Sydney game that annoyed him. Yeah. But the booing, I think he's more than happy with. But it's the personal abuse when he's sitting on the bench from people sitting behind him. That's a bit far. That's yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, I don't think the it's booing is all right. But yeah, it's booing, the bench of boots that's For, for those who don't seem to understand it, booing players of the opposition, especially the good ones, it's a sign of respect. Exactly. Yeah. Seriously. When I boo a player, it's not because I think he's a, a knob, it's because I think he might damage us. I yeah. think I'm going to boo him because he gets special treatment from the FFA. Good and reason. I hate that. Yeah, that's a good reason. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's more than fair. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. Oh, did I say that? Edit that out. Moving on. Um, Perth Glory at home against Sydney. Uh, Sydney won 4 1. Yeah, Perth shambles. No surprises. Perth are trash. They you were, would have they, thought they were they playing were, away. They were decent in the first half. They kept sort of kept up with Sydney in the first half, but second half they were bad. I haven't seen them. And decent. Sydney, Sydney blew them away. I haven't noticed anything decent about them. They made Bobbo look decent. Bobbo is <laughs> your mate. That's so Australia. You change his name every week. I do. It's gone yeah, from it's like Boo Boo to <laughs> Bobo, 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 Bobo. Hey Boo Boo. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> right. Last game of the round was That's, us uh, at home. 2-1. Brisbane winning that. Poo. Exactly. Brisbane gore. Didn't deserve to lose at all. The only Mariner think. that won there that I'd day was John Aloisi. <laughs> no. that, that, I'm going to mute you. That's a stretch. Again. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> He's gone. Um, no, we definitely didn't deserve to lose. Draw, I think, would have been a fair result. First goal... Not a handball for the free kick. Yeah. Despite how good the free kick was. Cracking um, free kick. And it had to be bloody Petratos. Why Petratos? Yeah. Why? The one good thing he does in like a season and a half. Yeah. And he pulls that out. Um, you were up in the prawn sandwiches, Aaron. No handball, was it? There's no handball there. And the commentators... Sort of, it came off his shoulder, didn't it? Well, it, there's, it comes off Ascroft's shoulder. There's no doubt about that. But it's it's shoulder. And I don't care whether he pushes the shoulder or he pulls the shoulder. It hit the shoulder. End of story. No handball. The commentators immediately suggested on one replay from the wrong angle that it had nothing to do with Ascroft. And it was actually Rose that made the handball. I watched the thing 20 times. I could not see Rosie handle that ball. And I just want to say... Dobbing them in that I tweeted that um, Danny McBreen was honest enough on Fox to admit he never saw a handball. And, uh, of course, he favourited that tweet. And uh, <laughs> following that up, Josh Rose liked my comment on Facebook for the same thing. And, uh, and so, obviously, those well, you're boys... You're friends of all the stars, this aren't is, you? This is name-dropping no, no, name dropping to the extreme. Mate, these guys, <laughs> I believe that they know a little bit about Just football. Just because you're so good at social from, media. <laughs> but, but suffice to say that real footballers didn't see a handball there. But uh, Harper did. Who were the commentators of Harper our game? Harper and Hill. Oh, okay. Millister well, Jofsky tweeted that he didn't see the handball that Harper and Hill were talking about. Former Mariners 
favouring the Mariners. Maybe. What a surprise. Or maybe it just wasn't a handball. Or maybe it just, yeah. I know. Never yeah. handball. Never. The, the second goal, though, no, nah, the, that defending was not there. No. Broich had time to make a cuppa Certain and then get a biscuit went before he put a cross in. Yeah. Well, it's a combination of a few things. Sam Galloway giving Broich 16 hours. Who's Sam, Sam Galloway? Sorry, he used to play for us. Is that on Home and Away or something? <laughs> Sam Galloway. <laughs> he moved. He he moved to Melbourne Victory. Played for about half an hour. Got red carded and hasn't been since. After he left us, that's I always get them confused. But anyway, he gave Broish sixteen hours of room out wide. He can pick out whoever he wants. Mickey Neal was running back and then stopped after McLaren and then sees that McGing has nobody to mark and then just instantly thinks that McGing's going to mark him. So Mickey Neal just stops and then McGing's watching the ball and then McLaren's just in miles of room. And That's scores. what I hate about our defending is that we ball watch so The ball much. watching drives me nuts. Yeah. And doesn't seem to be any communication there either. I know. No. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Mickey Neal was yelling out to McGing, Jakey, McLaren's coming in behind you because McGing's just... Sort of in no man's land, marking no one. Marking thin air. And I think that's a really good assessment from you, Pair, about what happened, whereas Harper and Hill described that as this brilliant ball from Broish. And I sat there thinking, you're kidding. I could have put that ball. Yeah, there's blokes in my over 35s team who made better balls than that. that You're not one of them. No, I'm not one of them. I'm on the receiving end of those, so I can miss the header. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's why you got the wooden spoon, isn't it? It is why we got the wooden spoon. uh, My big bugbear, though, was about Bezza. Bezza. Beza had the opportunity after we lost the ball, turned the ball over in the left wing, ball comes central. Beza had the opportunity for a rugby tackle there. Monty would have made the rugby tackle, stop the play, get the yellow card, we don't concede the goal. Maturity. Experience. That's Experience. what it all comes down Being to. Being a thug. Exactly. And next time I hope Monty has said to Beza, smash him, Beza. Smash him. Can we talk about Fabio's first half? Oh, here we go. This is going to be a now, rant. Aren't we? Are we finished now? He was missing. I said last week he was done. That first half was... Deplorable. It's always good when you get your point backed up, isn't it? I know, it does feel good, nice, because I don't get much right. But um, he was crap that first half. So why did Payne come off, uh, why did Payne come off then for Hadja? I was thinking I that too when it happened. I don't know. I don't know. Fabio, in that first half, there was no effort, all no he, desire, no nothing. All he did, all he did no though, nothing. was like the, 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 the pass to Roy and that was it. Yeah, I would have dragged him in half time, like I said before, and then he does that in the second half and it's like, well... The one good thing he does in there, everyone. It was the other thing he did. He didn't. He did. He did. Nothing he did nothing else. After nothing after that, nothing before that. I yeah. did think though that what he did do, that one pass, is probably one of the few things that he's much better at than Trent. Yeah. Um, he put that ball beautifully, yeah, beautiful position, beautiful weight on the ball, exactly where Roy needed. But you it. see, what would you see when Trent when Trent came on and there was like, he went went past like three players. As How good was that? There. When, yeah. when Trent like came on, had three, went past three players with an inch of sideline to work with. Yeah, I still don't know what Fabio's done to earn that starting spot. It still drives me nuts. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. On the pain issue, though, I didn't see him there, but at the youth on the weekend, I heard from somebody else that Connor was there, and after the youth finished, I saw a few of our players doing uh, fitness work, maybe even fitness test, including Josh Bingham, actually, on the other field. This was after the youth so I wondered where, I think Connor Payne was at the youth and maybe even was doing a fitness test himself wonder whether he got a little niggle and that might have been the reason he was off he was down with cramp just before he came off so that probably would make sense than if he's actually injured mm. or trying not to be injured but yeah I don't know about Fab I you know are we putting him in the shop front window so that we can maybe get some money for him I don't. I don't think he's staying. And, I would, and we we get a visa spot as well. Exactly. I would have Bahaj's youthful mistakes over his lack of effort any day of the week. We yeah. play better when Trent starts. We do. Miles, way better. He, you know, he works back. Um, you know, yes, sometimes his touch might be off slightly or anything like that, but with more game time, um, that will all come. So uh, we're definitely not getting Fabio on the podcast anytime soon. <laughs> <coughs> we love you, Fab. <laughs> You were good. You were good two seasons ago, but no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that'll do. He's got that X factor, but Marcos Flores is, is better looking too. <laughs> <laughs> Flores, paper. He's got that X factor, but he, he, his his big game is not to play with his back to the defence or to the goal. He needs the ball in front of him, and he he's needs got to one trick. Tricky things. He's got to, to, he's got to step his... over, and that's that. It. Actually, was the one thing that really, really annoyed us in the first half. He was literally stuck in the corner, and he was trying to do tricky crap to get out of it instead of playing the sensible ball. Like he's playing for a, the like he's playing for a team that's like first on the ladder and showboating. No, yeah. yeah, no, thank you. He doesn't play to the game plan. That's what frustrates me. Well, obviously, Ocon's game plan isn't get it to Fab so he can be a tricky little customer and then lose the ball. 
But I don't think we were horrible. We were, you know, we've shown a fair bit of difference from last year. We've Heaps. got a lot of work to do. Massive. But we are a different team than last year. Oh, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be hard to go worse than last season. Except if we didn't turn up, I suppose. <laughs> just take the 3 0 forfeit every game. Yeah, it's a massive up. We just need one or two more players and just they will keep getting smarter and keep working towards what do you the game reckon, plan. What do you reckon we need the most? I'm, I think we need centre back and, and a number 10. 10. Yep. Number 10, probably. The most, the most thing we need, and then a centre back would be nice as well. But do you think Jake and Harry have done a bad job? Because really, it's been the I don't wide think they've done players. a bad job. It's been the wide players letting them down. Oh, but it's it's just because our team's so young. That's why. That's why yeah. it's not been the greatest. Because what was what was our team for Wellington? Like there was only what two over twenty. It was only Roy mm. Roy's thirty and Nisevsky's what thirty six. They're only. Players that were over like twenty five. Yeah, I don't think they've done a bad job, but you just need that older head in there. That's a good player. I think Monty back him. was definitely a help. Yeah, in the middle. And yeah. I think Christensen had a had a quiet game because Monty was there yeah, marking him. Definitely. And but there if, is if Monty didn't play, I think Christensen would have had a field day and run right through our midfield. But because Monty was there, I think he had a quiet one. Yeah, there is a rumor as well that Reese Williams is leaving Perth Glory and going to Sydney. Typical. They keep quashing it, which makes us think it's happening. Yeah, so exactly happening. my thinking. They keep, they, <laughs> they keep saying, no, it's not going to happen, but next Who's week. Who's their Australian marquee? Sydney's. Doesn't um, matter. You can have any now. You can have any now. It's yeah. probably Wilco. You can have any. It yeah. doesn't matter. Who. Yeah. 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 But I think um, Williams has been pretty crap at Perth, but I think it's the environment at Perth more than anything. Yeah. I think if he came here, he'd probably do. He'd probably find his... Uh, He'd probably get his mojo back that speaking you know, had him of, in the soccer room. Speaking of Perth, I think Kenny's in trouble. Crazy Kenny. If, if, if low, if Perth don't turn around the next probably five, five to ten games, he might be out of a job. I think his personality gets him out of a lot of the hard questions. But I think he, I think he's gone to a whole other level of crazy this year. Like when he was on the sideline that game, we beat them. He was going. Crazy well, obviously it was going off because we were beating them. Us. <laughs> I know, but he was like on a whole nother level to other years crazy. There's a bit of a sniff that he's been carried by some really good players, actually. And uh, those really good players, when they're not on form or not in the team, then they don't carry him anymore. Mm. And his game plans, mm, don't know about that. Um, but there was good. there is some potential good news. Um, uh, Jacques Fardy played in the youth and uh, came through that okay. If you think that's good news, he did He's do quite well. Yeah. Then uh, we understand uh, Mickey Tavares has flown back in today or yesterday, and uh, we believe that he's actually run on the ankle. So I would have over there for Christmas. Where'd you get that goss from? I uh, actually, would you believe I bailed up Fardy in the car park after the youth? <laughs> <laughs> I would believe that, yes. <laughs> I've revealed my sources there. And, of course, he told me the absolute truth and nothing but the truth. Maybe. Well, did he tell you about his, uh, his trip to 7-Eleven? <laughs> um, another coach in trouble. How do you think Amore uh, is going to get on? Do you reckon he's going to get Amore games? Oh. 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 So good. He's no gumbow. I don't want to see him go. Yeah, neither. Um, he's in trouble, though. He's definitely if, in trouble. If Adelaide yeah, don't get off the bottom, quick smart. Yeah, he could possibly he's out. go and I, bow out. I think <laughs> he's gone. He's going to New. He's going to New York. Yeah, I think he's said uh, by funny. the end of the season. I think that if they don't improve, that he'll move on. So yeah, he'll do the honourable thing and go himself. I think before he gets the flick. Well, that's my point I made on Twitter the other day when they came runner-up on ACL. They were rubbish in the A-League. Where exactly are they saving anything? Well, that's the real thing. Like their best team's out there, isn't it? They look like they've got nothing. Yeah, I I can't find anything much to like about it. The team that started against Newcastle was pretty much them full strength and they still lost, so... I don't know what's going on with them. ACL will be very interesting. It's them, them and Perth both have great squads on paper, but so far in practice... It's been pretty bad. Luke, you can introduce this one. 
Um, I want to talk about your trolling on yes. the members page. What about it? It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's been many nibbles. Plenty many, of bites. Many, many bites. Many nibbles. There's many, more bites than a fishing competition. Yeah. Uh, that Mo- Aaron Morrow's in, at least. <laughs> Someone say fishing. So this all started with a certain post uh, from a certain somebody about the benches being in the way uh, in their members' seats, despite being informed, we've heard... About a million times. About a million times, uh, that at some stage the roofs would have to go on the benches and their view would be blocked. Uh, A bay has been designated for people to move from that bay when the roofs do go on, because if the roofs don't go on and then it rains... The club gets fined like five grand, or something like that. So it happened last time with um, it was it was Merrick, wasn't it? Yeah, it did. Merrick complained about it. Yeah, because he got wet. So unless you want us to it, go it bankrupt, ruined his hair. yeah. Unless you want us to go bankrupt, then relax and move. Um, because we're going to pay five grand to make sure that your view of the game's okay. Yeah, and said people have said that they're not going to uh, renew next year. Good. Good. Bye. It's not like there's any fucking spare seats in the bloody stadium or anything. Yeah, so it's, we get a sellout every game. You can't move. You can't move. You twenty k sellouts every game. Too many people. Um, and then Josh had the, the idea to post in the members page that the goals are in the way of Bay sixteen from Bay sixteen, which is actually true. It is very true, and I'm very outraged about it. And um, someone, and I posted that people would be in the way. Yeah, in Bay sixteen, someone needs to move the goals and the people. And what a surprise! All the uh, all the old prawn singer people bid on it and said, "If you don't like it, go home." We caught a big catch. <laughs> um, we'll be on the Discovery Channel soon on we Deadliest got a, Catch. We got a 20-kilo flathead. We, we ended up with one of the hunts. <laughs> I was going for both of the hunts, but we only got one. Oh, I'm glad you said hunt. And, um, yeah, do you want me to quote it? Yes, go for it. Let's okay. hear it. This is Mrs. Hunt. For God's sake, dot, dot. <laughs> Dot. She, even, Dot. she even types like him. It runs in the family. <laughs> well, they wouldn't be brother and sister. Are you sure? Possibly. Are you sure? Dot. Dot. Well, that's a spanner in the works, isn't it? <laughs> I hope they make bays for each of the different crowds a bay for the ones that want to sit quiet. And not not quiet. 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 And a bay for people that knit Lol, a bay for families and kids because people yell or I swear, do need, I do need a bay. etc. We stand, we yell, we scream, we sing, we cheer, we write annoying comments. That's what a game is about, dot, 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 dot. Like others have said, stay at home and watch... I'm adding punctuation to this as well. There's no punctuation. Stay at home and watch it if you don't like the atmosphere, dot, dot, <laughs> dot, dot. dot. I would like a knitting bay. I would too. It'd be a, a bit, it'd be a football first, wouldn't it? Just like get you. It's like take your granny to the football day. I could knit the uniforms. Yeah, a knitting bay. Could a knit. Could knit bay. some blankies. Yeah, I think they should supply navy and yellow wool for the knitting. They should. Mm. Nah, navy. Or no, no yellow. It's only navy. Oh, sorry, we're navy because we're a navy right. football team. Mm. Yes, yes. I'm still still trying to get over Josh's um, request to book some driving lessons with Eddie. Yes. Over, yes. On New Year's Eve. Yes. Because he rearranged and, uh, his work hours. What else have we got? Um, we've got we Sydney FC at home on the 8th of Jan on a Sunday at 5. I should definitely book one at 5pm on Sunday, the 8th oh, of January. Yeah, definitely. As we've talked about it in previous episodes, we've tried to get his number, but anyway. And if he I, says no, then blast him on Facebook. I've got another, I've got another quote from it if you want. Go for it. Please do. It's, it's, your, it's your podcast. Do what you want, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Knock yourself out. <laughs> Plenty of other bays to sit in. Dot, 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 dot. You chant for your team. Even the players said it themselves that the louder we are, it puts the spirit back in fight for I ne- them. I never knew that. I'd dot, 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 dot. I, ju- I say, just stay at home in your quiet lounge room. Dot, dot, dot. Why? Dot. Why are there so many dots? We get it. So, I many, reckon, so many dots. I reckon there would have been a quiet bay at Plume Park. Yes. Where mm. no one was. You know what? She's made another one, and the only one she's built in caps is silent, which is, you know... Well, that, that, just, proves, that just proves my point, doesn't it? Yeah. We need to be silent. But loudly silent. Is that like an oxymoron? So, yeah, or? it is. 
Paradox something. The silence is deafening. Yes, it is. Mm. Right, you so had enough it, of this? If you don't, if yeah. you don't you like it. You want to talk about this, Luke? You have enough? If you don't I like just, it, go home. I just want to say keep up the trolling because uh, it's good. Yep. And I think many people are enjoying it. It's it's very easily it's very easy to troll people, there were especially a lot of, on that site. There were a lot of comments saying things like, I only came here for the comments right. or, um, you know, cats um, <laughs> lying on their hand enjoying Eating the, popcorn. That was my twin popcorn. sister. Yes, I like that. Yes, very nice. It, yeah. was, uh, it definitely was popcorn worthy. Yeah. And it's the most fun I've had on Facebook for I don't know how long. So, Dan, you're going to have to do something about these members, mate. Just in basics. You know how we've got, like, we're about to hit, like, the membership milestone. Yeah, let's not. Let's just get rid of a few. (laughs) I think there are... (laughs) I think there are that do need to be dismembered. (laughs) Wow. Aaron's just gone for the dismembered. (laughs) It's very punny today, isn't it? I've gone with the... Yeah, riff up their memberships, and Aaron's just like, oh, dismember them. (laughs) It's because it's it's our Christmas podcast, and I've had a beer. And I'm wearing pool... How how very jolly of you to Paolo? suggest we should dismember people on a Christmas podcast. <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Paolo, the only thing I'm missing is my boots, mate. I'm ready to go. And I've even been offered a couple of positions on Facebook. What, left, right, out? <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> yeah, we've got left, right, right out enough. for you, Aaron. That's it. All right, we'll move on to previews. I swear I just heard the elevator thing. Our pizza could be here. Well, the pizza's due at quarter past. Ping! It's seven. Right, I'm not, seven ca- I'm not editing this out because I just want to get this up. <laughs> Under promise and over deliver. Yes. Right. Uh, first game. Friday Sounds night. like us. Brisbane yeah. Raw against West Sydney. Yeah, I remember, they only played each other like three weeks ago. Oh, this draw is so st- stupid. Welcome to the A League draw, where everything's made up and nothing matters. I'm just going to say the, Brisbane because the they're at home. <laughs> yeah, I wish the <laughs> points didn't matter. Just draw a name out of the hat. Oh, we won this year. That's, that's have good. a whole new postseason cup, and then we might actually be in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Brisbane. I'm going Brisbane. Yep. Brisbane. I am getting splinters. Brisbane. The draw because I don't think Brisbane were that brilliant. We let them get that result. And uh, Western Sydney, oh, they're riding the roller coaster oh, of I don't know what they are. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just yes, Yenjevic signed for uh, West Sydney after. Yeah, he's got Sydney FC blood running through his veins. Tanker. And he signed for Want the Wanderers. That is amusing after all the crap he's given the RBB and Wanderers fans. I wonder how the reunion was between him and Sandalab. <laughs> I'm sure they kissed and made <laughs> up. They definitely kissed Friendly. and made up. Yes. Turncoat. Uh, so you all picked. You picked. Well, I guess. I guess Wanderers like are used to turncoats. You picked two. Brisbane because they're Brisbane. all turncoats anyway. Brisbane. Next up on Monday on Boxing Day, Jets at home against Wellington. Neither. Injuries cards. I can't say because we're not allowed to tip them. Aren't we? Aren't we? Well, then, no, um, well, you, I don't want to be that em- arbitrary rule. Wellington. <laughs> well, I don't want to be embarrassed to admit that I am not tipping Wellington. I oh, know. Same. I'm gonna chi- I'm gonna yeah tip the other team. That's Both not of you Wellington. get out of this room yeah. right now if you're tipping Newcastle. I'll tip the others. I'm, I'll tip anyone that's playing Wellington at the moment. One of the reasons I'm tipping them is that I'll tip I'm, anyone that's I'm, playing the Jets. I'm hoping that my tipping will screw them up because every time I tip against them, they beat somebody, and uh, so I'm trying to arrest that. Right, next game on Monday, Adelaide at home against Sydney. You Sydney. can't tip against Sydney, Sydney. when Adelaide's Sydney. involved, can you? Sydney, no point even bloody talking about that. How many goals? That's about all, Sydney. Sydney. Uh, next game, Melbourne City at home against Perth. This one's a foregone conclusion. Sure. Actually, well, no, let's not well, say last, that. Last time Perth, City played Perth yeah. at home, Keogh scored a banger, and the, what was it, 1-1? One, one, one? Oh, no, Do you think Mary City have turned happen. a corner since then? I think their confidence will be shot after losing the derby. I'm going to go draw... I don't think Lightning will strike twice. Yes. I'm going to go draw, though. I'll sit on I'm going to go City. I'll get Splinters. City. City. City easy. The ref will bend it so Cahill gets something. I thought you were going to say he was going to bend over for Cahill. <laughs> he might do that also. <laughs> mm. um, Hopefully off camera. <laughs> last game. Yes, because I wanted to say that on camera, Aaron. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you raised it. <laughs> oh, don't talk raised about raises. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last game of the round. Victory at home against us. Uh, 6 0 win, easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to tip us, but uh, how do you think we're going to go? Oh, victory is scary at the moment. I'd say <clears throat> it's pretty much the toughest away game of the, of the season, yeah. is victory away. Victory were not good at the start of the season, and now they've come 
not only good, but very good. So we've and got, what, Barisha, yeah. Rojas, Kalfala, all running at our back four. Good times. Rip. Um, Aaron, will they still finish above us? Not a chance. <laughs> of course they'll <laughs> finish above us. Have you given up on that prediction? Of course they'll finish above us. You said a lot of stupid things, but that was probably the <laughs> stupidest. There was nothing <laughs> stupid about it. If you add Rojas, Truisi and various others to the squad, you're going to make a team. And they didn't have that when I made that prediction. They were still going to finish so. above us. No, they weren't. Oh, God. It's an ongoing conversation on the forum as well, too. You yeah. Do, you have the option really? of like saying you're it drunk is. now, but yeah. not back then. No, no. He's no. sticking true. No, oh, if, it, well, here's, here's the, the drum then. If uh, Rojas gets injured, Troisi gets re- injured, um, Beister gets injured. You're open for injuries now, are and, you? Well, they're the people who came along after my prediction, so if they all go pear-shaped, then was I'm this, happy Was this the first pot of the season? No, it wasn't, but they didn't hire those guys until a few weeks in. Hire? Because they, you've got me for that again. Hire! Hire! <laughs> they hire players, do they? <laughs> well, they do, yeah. Well, I guess technically they hire people. Technically, there's an employment relationship there somewhere, surely. I think for us to have any chance, Fatih might have to be back. And Tavares. Um, and Rue. And Tavares. And Rue, Rue actually was a massive loss on the weekend. Yeah. And Hutchinson, Svan's fight. <laughs> That'd be nice. Sainsbury. <laughs> That'd um, be nice. Ryan. <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully Mikey, Mikey Milinci's back for the weekend. <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, I think if you're right, Aaron, about Tavares um, having done some sort of running on the ankle, I just I can't see him being back this week if he's only just. We've had got a week, or something. we've got eight days till the game as well. So he's that got true, plenty. Of, he's got plenty of chance, like a good chance of making it if he's you know eighty percent fit. Yeah, I think for us to have any sort of a chance, they're all going to have to be back. Um, maybe even Posco in at centre back as well with Fatty. Mm. Um, we're going to need those few older, those few older heads out there. We're going to need him. Jesus. Otherwise, and if we we very well could get tailed up. And if we, but if we do have our um, first choice squad or first choice team available, then we've been competitive with just about anybody. So I think we can be competitive if they're all there. Can we beat victory in Melbourne? Mm. Uh, extremely mm. tough. In all seriousness, no, like in all seriousness, we'd have to play our best game in a long time for us to beat the victory. Yep. Mm. Or for them to have an off day. A really, really stinky off day. Can I just add in there that uh, if Barisha scores in the game, then he will be the uh, record holder, and will be forever be immortalised as the, the team that Barisha scored the the most goals against. Imagine how, how many replays that's going to get. Mm, I so, know. So he's going to be switched on. We broke this. enough crappy records last year. He's going to get like a two yards happy, and it's going to be on A League highlights for the next ten years. All right, that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Um, have a great Christmas. We'll be back next week. Bye. 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 Love you, bye.